Welcome to Her Digital Brand, a podcast where we interview female founders and leaders of some of the best brands on the internet. I'm your host, Kyler Nixon, and in just a minute, I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Brad Bishop. Today on the show, we have a dear friend of our business, Carly Gilliland. Carly is the founder of Good Vibe Media based in Phoenix, Arizona, and she's going to give us the down low on everything she did to build and grow a successful video agency. It's a fun conversation, so let's jump in. Hey, Carly, welcome. We're so uh, glad that you're here. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited for this conversation. Yes. Oh, man. I know we've been like planning it for a couple of weeks now. And so like to finally have it here, we have so many, uh, so many goodies in store. And you're also joining us for the recap uh, episode, which is where we're going to share a bunch of really practical stuff. And so I can't wait for that in, in just a little bit. But first, we want to learn about your brand. So um, why don't you just start off and, and jump in and, and you can share whatever you want and start wherever you want in that journey. Um, but tell us a little bit more about your brand and your background and what you guys sell. Yeah, thank you. So um, I am the founder of the Good Vibe Media, which is a video production agency. We're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, but we do productions all around the country. Um, but we are a female team owned and operated, um, and we produce high quality video for uh, brands and businesses, e-courses, all kinds of content. Video is like king right now. So um, I think the best part of our job is that we get to work on such a wide variety of productions and with a wide variety of clients, which is super, super fun. In addition to that, we just opened a creative studio space in Phoenix, Arizona with five different creative studio rooms, one being a podcast recording room. Um, three set design styled rooms. And then the centerpiece of our studio is our cyclorama wall. It's called the blank canvas. It legit is a blank canvas. You can create that space to be anything you want. Um, but we're really, really excited to open um, this creative space to the Phoenix Valley and anybody that comes into town to utilize it for all of their productions as well. I love it. I, I mentioned this before we started recording, but the studio space, like I know this is obviously people are listening to this audio podcast, but like if you have a chance to go either see the studio or to look it up on Instagram or on your website, it's beautiful. Um, you guys are are crushing it. So uh, I, I have no doubt that that's really going to take off for you. So that's that's awesome. And, and congrats on getting that launched. Thank you. And you know, like being creatives yourself too, it's like, there's something about being able to go to a space and have like a creative community around you to kind of spark up new ideas. And I think that is like our biggest mission for the, the studio space is to be able to provide that hub for people to come and create and have community and connection and all of that. Now that we're, we're back post pandemic, you know, we can have a little bit more flexibility to connect that way. This is so fascinating to me, Carly. So I, I mean, we talked before the show, but I cut my teeth doing video. And so I've been around video agencies and I'm curious. So what was that moment for you where you're like, hey, I'm, I'm just going to start my own thing. What led to that decision? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, well, you know, I've, I was a one woman band for many, many years. And I did freelance video production for a long, long time. And I don't know when exactly it was, but there was a moment where I was like, you know what? the only way I'm going to grow is if I'm able to develop a team around me. And, um, 
And I guess it was like the summer of 2016 where I was like, I think it's time, it's time for me to collaborate more. Like, and what I didn't know back then is the second I opened up that door to invite more collaboration, that's where like massive growth took place. So um, I'm just like such a huge, huge advocate for collaboration and for connection and for building teams that way, um, because I, I've just seen so much growth within my creative work. Um, and then obviously with the business too, it's been amazing to see, um, how the evolution of all of our productions has taken place mm -hmm. with, with, you know, bringing on yeah. key players in our team. Def define that really quick, because I think like, if you're not familiar with the video space, there are so many differences compared to even like other creative services, like website design or, or something like that. So when you're saying collaborating, are you meaning like, um, maybe someone who's incredible audio production is a freelancer and they're collaborating with you and you're bringing them on a production. Is that sort of how you're thinking about that? 100%. And I okay. think one of the biggest things when we will onboard with a client is really educating them on the whole process of what goes into video production, right? There's yeah. so many key components from pre-production and planning to production of actually filming and recording to post-production. Um, there are so many elements that are tied into each piece of that. And so bringing in key players that are really specialized in editing or really specialized in camera work or audio um design is such an important piece of bringing the whole package together i think that's a smart way to think about business in general because like i think so many people go from okay i have this need let me hire it to like I, I, you can hire someone without actually hiring them you can work with someone collaboratively as a contractor or in a different capacity rather than needing to like bring them on full time so i think there's some wisdom there for sure even outside of the video world yeah for sure and you know i had a conversation with someone about this recently too where in a way i am very very grateful that i was a woman one woman show for many years because i did get my hands in every single piece of the puzzle and right. when i was ready to like open up that opportunity to hire on I knew exactly who I was looking for and I right. knew how right. to, you know, ask those questions of, um, you know, who was going to be the best fit to, to fit that role because I had been there, I had done it and I um, had a good understanding of what would be good, good fit for that. Carly, I'm not sure how to ask this question, but I want to, I definitely want to talk, this is something I want to talk about. So I am limited to my geographic area and what I've seen, obviously. So here I live in Oklahoma city. And from my experience, and Kyle, you can speak into this too. From my experience, it feels like the video agency world is, seems to be fairly male dominated. Like I, this is literally, you are the first agency <laughs> I've ever seen owned by a female. Is and your has that been your experience? And if so, I'm curious to know like what that feels like for you to you. You are this. You're 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 a change maker. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of a trip because I think back even when I was in film school and honestly, you guys, there was like three females in all of my film classes <laughs> when I went to um, film school in California. So I don't know what it is because like I'm so crazy passionate about production um, that, you know, basically growing up and getting into this industry, I just kind of like stayed very hyper focused on that. And now looking back, it's almost we've been able to use that to our advantage because there are so many female um entrepreneurs or business owners that need that female perspective behind the For lens sure. yeah so we've been yeah. able to provide that um it's because tough. it is such a male dominated mm -hmm. industry that we're in 
Yeah. Yeah. So I true. mean, we've seen that because like we have, you know, we have several clients that we've both worked on. It's sort of together, but in a roundabout way, right? Where you've recorded a course for produced a course for our, one of our clients or, or whatever. And I think that is so important, particularly in video, because you have to get the it's the product, right? It's the thing that they are selling. And so and it's the number one way that you're connecting with your audience, right? They might be watching a course for two hours. And that's two hours that they have to make sure that they're presenting themselves in a way that they want to present themselves uh, appearance wise, right? Like that's important. But then also like, hey, that came across a little harsh or hey, like maybe we can change the way we say this or let's work in some empathy here and just like visually too, like the stuff you guys create is um, obviously feels like, hey, the people who are involved in this know what this space is all about, you know? And so I, I feel like we've got a pretty good grasp on, on our audience, but I, I know that like video production would be something that I'm like, nope, it's not, it's not an area that I can really, <laughs> I can really crush like you guys can. So um, it's huge. I mean, it's storytelling in a sense too. Yeah. So in such a, it's such a big way, like part again of on our onboarding process and our pre-production process is really understanding the brand or the service or the product, yeah. because essentially we are consumers ourselves. So we really need to like click in and understand it in order to tell the best stories and produce the best video content for all of our clients. I think you hit the nail on the head because I mean, let's be honest, anybody literally can pick up a camera and hit record and start filming. Anybody can. But what sets people apart like yourself is the ability to tell stories with it. And how like, like I'm, I, I have your website up on my other monitor over here. And for those of you who are listening, thegoodvibemedia.com, they have a reel right on the homepage. The footage is fantastic. Like lighting, cinematography, this is all just, it's so good. Thank you. That's a huge compliment coming from you too. So I oh, appreciate it. Uh, I'm curious, do you still get behind behind the camera or are you just behind the desk now? You're you're running the business. Oh my gosh. I feel like, I think one of our questions too was what is the biggest challenge? And I think that's been one of the biggest challenges yeah. is like being a creative and starting this business as a creative it's been a huge challenge for me to like shift roles as a more of a like, you know, business owner and founder and managing the team. Um, but it's also been the best challenge too, because I really see them like stepping into their creative craft and they really blossom, you know, the productions that you see on our website and stuff, which you know, I, I mean, being a creative, there are times where I have my hands on deck and I just have to film for a little bit. <laughs> but I think the the other beautiful part of it is just seeing the team and the growth that they have experienced in their creative craft um, is just as rewarding and fulfilling for me. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I'm still sitting here blown away. Like I saw the footage of Madison Pinebird, who we interviewed. She was like interview number yeah was it one two it's, it's up there two, two or three yeah she's up yeah, there. She's yeah, awesome. yeah it's so good oh my God. well you know it's funny too actually i think that you i think that you produced the courses for our first two guests because asharina was on there too oh my um, god which i think asharina was how we got connected it is so she knew you first and then madison was second and we sent madison your way and then mm -hmm. we look at like so many of these others like safe in the seat like we had you know mentioned to michelle that you guys are awesome and then we i don't know this brand but um like feeding littles is another huge one that you have worked with and i'm sure there's several others so um yeah that's super fun to see that see that all the kind crossover of crossover life but oh my gosh it's it's such a beautiful thing and that's like another part like i'm such a people person too and what i love so much about business is all the connections yeah 
that are absolutely. made. So yeah, absolutely. Super grateful for that. We will talk to you about this after we press record, but we actually have a client coming up that I think would be a great fit. So I want to talk to you about her. So anyway, making deals right on these. Yeah, making deals. Uh, Here's how it happens, folks. Here's how the sausage gets made right here. I'm I'm curious, how long did it take you to go from one woman band to to having all these incredible logos on your website of company like Lululemon is on there. I mean, I'm literally picking off of here. I mean, I mean that's one of the, NASCAR is on there. I mean, were you doing that as a woman band or is this, this all exploded once you started collaborating? It really exploded when the collaboration oh. took place. Um, oh. And again, that's like where it comes down to like, and, and not to get like too personal, but the reason why I was so passionate about being a one woman show is because I had my daughter really early on and becoming a mom and a single mom at that, it was really important to me that like, I maintained my, my passion and my identity while also having flexibility to raise a daughter. Right. So, um, it was a grind. It was a lot of hard work. Um, but the second that I was able to like build up enough business and enough clientele and enough work to say, okay, I need some help. Let's bring on a team here. That is when it like completely exploded. I was able to let go of so much that opened up such a massive door for all of these clients and these brands that you see on our website. And honestly, you guys, it is, it is so much about like that personal connection, maintaining relationships with the people that you meet. Um, because you never know what that relationship is going to turn into. For example, we filmed a wedding, um, a few years back and they found us through the venue and the bride and groom had such an amazing experience with us on this wedding. Come to find out she was a VP of, um, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch. Oh, wow. Wow. Wait a second. I saw on your website that you guys do more than just like wedding videos. I'm like, yeah, we do. (laughs) Wow. We sure do. And so she signed us on and we had an awesome contract with Budweiser to do a handful of video campaigns for their brand. And so it's just to show like build those relationships with everybody that comes through your path because you never know what other doors can open from that. How have you thought about that then? Because I I mean, so many of the brands that are, are on here as guests or that listen are maybe a little bit more like B2C where there's not as much of that interaction relationship building. Maybe they have a a lower price course or membership. So like, you know, there are also several people on here who are more client services or things that are higher ticket. Like, how do you think about maintaining those relationships? Is there a way that you approach it and you're really intentional about it? Or do you just, are you kind of naturally wired that way? How do you think about that? I do think that some people just aren't as naturally wired, um, to be like such an extrovert that way. And, and because I definitely think it's something that I've always had in my, you know, in my wiring and engraved in me is that personal connection. I just love people. And I think another big part of it is, and and we're fortunate enough that we get to learn so much about people. We get to learn their story because we have to, in order to, you know, produce video for them. Um, but I would say if it's something that you struggle with, that's okay, but maybe find someone to bring on your team. That was really, really good at that because it is such an important part in just business in general, um, to be able to maintain relationships and connections that way. Mm-hmm. And there's a variety of ways that we do it with our clients. Um, it's honestly just like doing little check-ins here and there, like 
I mean, wholeheartedly, we are really invested in like yeah. Madison Pinebird, for example, like I'm actually pregnant. I'm about six months pregnant. Oh, so I congrats. downloaded her app oh, and, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, I am a consumer. Right. And yeah. so I give her feedback. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this about the app. Yes. This is what I love about this workout, you yeah. know, giving her feedback that way. I mean, you just have to, um, yeah, you got to recognize and be really yeah. intentional on that. Yeah. Yeah. I I've also found, and I, I wish I was better at this. I, I always say I'm not naturally wired to be thoughtful, but I feel like if you are intentionally thoughtful and you're like, I have to, let me think about this to be thoughtful. It's going to work out really well for you in the long run. And, and one of the things that I try to do is just encourage people like, Hey, saw this great thing that you're doing. Um, you know, congrats, like really awesome to see that, you know, come to life. Or I remember you talking about that so many years ago, or, uh, one of the things I've tried to do lately is if someone, um, invested in me a long time ago, even if it was just a 15 minute conversation, or they sent me something that was helpful, just going back to them and saying, Hey, that thing that you told me three years ago, I I've been doing it. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you told me that. And so, um, I think even those little things, uh, and you, so I've gotten a few things from good vibes. So like, uh, I still have like the stickers and I'll get some of that stuff from, from y'all. So you're definitely better at the more tangible things, but on a bare minimum, I found that just simply helping people, uh, having people be front of mind for you, um, can go a long way. One little message can totally go a long way. Like you, you never really know, especially like when they receive that message, yeah. like how, how much of an impact that can make on where they are in life or business or whatever. So 100%. it doesn't hurt to just send it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, okay. So let's turn around, look back at kind of where you've come. Um, if you had to tell Carly just starting out, okay, here is my best advice for you. What would you say? I would hands down a hundred percent say, seek out more mentorship and coaches that are doing exactly what you want to do 10 years from now. So um, good. Because I think one of the things when I was starting out, and maybe this is like a personality thing, I don't know, but I kind of was like, had the approach of like, I'm going to figure this out on my own, yep. you know, yep. like, for sure, I, I don't know the answers, but I'm going to figure it out. And I got yeah. this. And, um, and I think that's good. I mean, it's good to have that in you, but I know I would have grown so much quicker in yeah. life and business and everything. If I would have leaned into more people that are steps ahead of me. For and sure. there are so many people that are open and willing and excited to share their journey, you know, um, with incoming business owners or creatives or whatever that may be. So thousand percent, if I were to go back, that is what I would lean into. I love it. And we've heard that before. That's common advice. It's great advice, but it's amazing to me how biz how many business owners have said if they could do it again, they would hire mentors early on. I think it's yeah. fantastic advice. It's probably also too, because um, I don't know what the others have said, but that's something I've leaned into, leaned into a lot the last few years. And again, seeing the insane amount of growth that has taken place the last couple of years, I know has to do with being open to more mentorship and asking more mm -hmm. questions and like, yeah, I think that's the biggest, biggest component that I've well, there come. I feel like there comes a point where YouTube videos and business development books kind of hit their limit. You know, um, we kind of went through that in the last 
12 months where I hired our first coach and it was a big investment. Like it definitely felt that, but I also now, you know, nine months after we've wrapped that engagement, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like it, it just like, it probably, it probably gave us a year head start on our agency that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah. It comes back to you so quickly for sure. Like, and you kind of have to be in that scary that, I mean, that's growth, right? You have to get really uncomfortable and be in that yeah. space of uncertainty and like For take sure. that leap in order to get yourself to that next level. For sure. Coaching, we, we actually had another interview this morning with Katrina Ballard from um, Happy Team. So she does leadership development and, and team development. And she talked kind of similarly about this, about how it was really helpful for her to invest in mentorship. And, you know, obviously that's one of the things she does as a coach and a consultant. And I, and I think one of the things we didn't really mention, and I, I'm just going to bring it up again now is like, I think when it comes to coaching, it's easy to look at it as an investment or an expense uh, and think you don't need it. But then on the flip side of that is once you're through it, you're like, why, why did I not do this sooner? And that's like one of the only things I feel like in business that it feels like that. You're like, oh, this is a big cost. This is something I can't really afford right now. And I almost think you have to look at it as I can't afford not to do this right now. Like, do you want to spend $5,000 and get a coach for two months? Or do you want to spend the next 12 months, you know, banging your head against the wall? Because I feel like those are your two, those are kind of your two options, you yeah. know? So I, I think it's important to look at it through, through the right lens. And it's helpful to hear you who is very successful talking about, you know, the need to have coaches. Yes, hundred percent. I will always and forever from this point forward, yeah. <laughs> make sure I have some kind of coach or mentorship or that accountability. Yeah. Piece too. I think that's such a huge component of it as well. For sure. So um, I, I have one kind of final question and then we're going to move into a couple of fun questions here as we, as we wrap up. Um, what's next for the good vibe? Like, what do you, where are you guys going? Like, what are you, is there anything kind of coming up the pipeline? Is there any dreams that you have in the next five years? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's an exciting question. Um, well, I definitely love the feel of our small boutique type agency team that we have. So I don't think we'll really expand to be this huge video production company or agency. Um, but I do think that we are growing within the media side of the business for our clientele. We're really excited to start working with more incredible brands to tell their stories and video. And the film industry in Phoenix is about to explode. Um, there was just a bill that was passed recently for a massive like tax benefit for large mm. productions to take place here in Phoenix. So we're going nice. to see a lot of LA, a lot more of Hollywood trickling into yeah, this state. I love it. Yeah, which is exciting awesome. for us because this yeah. is our this is our field. This is our industry. So we're super pumped to see what blossoms. Yeah. We also have the Super Bowl coming up in Phoenix in oh, February. Coming, it, coming back. It was just there like yes. four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my coming gosh. Back. I know Phoenix is like a crazy, amazing place to be this next year. Um, and we were fortunate enough to be on the preferred vendor list for the Super Bowl this year. So we know there's going to be a lot of, um, action that way. Um, but the biggest thing is our studio space, you know, this is a brand new business and it's kind of like a sister company to the goodbye media. Um, Again, like Goodbye Media supports the studios and we do a lot of productions in the studios, but we really want this to be a space that um, supports so many creatives in the Valley. Yeah. And so I have big, big visions and ideas for expanding the studios to- I love it. So. I love if it. You need, if you need two people to go to the Super Bowl with, I mean- We will. Well, if we have we to, we will, we will do it. 
yeah we we'll have do to yeah 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 carly i don't know if i've told you this i i probably did at some point but um you know i went to grand canyon university right so it's cool to hear you talking about phoenix and like i spent you know several years in phoenix and so like it's it's phoenix is very slept on brad's boys are from phoenix he's adopted two kiddos that are from phoenix so uh it's cool to see like you know the valley getting so much so much love and phoenix is kind of slept on even though it's one of the largest metro areas i don't think people really appreciate i don't think people appreciate it beyond the weather i think people like oh it's a nice place like no phoenix is bumping like it's got great cultural stuff it's got awesome food like food in phoenix is some of the best in the country and oh yeah unreal yeah Yeah. if you ever need recommendations on places to stay or eat in arizona Uh, just call me up i'll hook you up i love it i love it i'm from i'm from oklahoma and people often forget about oklahoma which is fine i'm i'm a-okay with that but last year we we got a Scorsese Leonardo DiCaprio film that filmed in rural Oklahoma and it was insane like the entire state was like every day it's like news like what's going on on set and people were going to the set to give, give tours it was so cool to have Hollywood brought to Oklahoma so I I can only imagine what it's gonna be like for Phoenix it's gonna be awesome so good I love yeah, um, Carly we have two I, I, we have two fun questions for you uh, as we wrap up here, Brad's going to take the first and then I'll take the second. And I just want to clarify, this is high pressure, high stakes. Okay. We do compare these answers. So they, they have to be good. So if you're ready to move to. forward, we'll keep moving. But I, I just want to express the <laughs> oh, importance gosh. of these next two questions to you. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> she has, she, she's been prepped of these questions, yeah, yeah, but I, right. I think, I think that's this first question that's giving you the most heartburn. That's my guess. Yeah. But the first question what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life? It can be personal. Like it does not have to be business. I mean, it can be business, but. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this is something that, well, I guess it could play in both personal and business. There's a, like a, a few things that are coming to mind, but I'm going to narrow in on this one. Um, there is a company called the Rescue Kit and it is legit just that. <laughs> they have a photo shoot kit of everything that you could possibly need on set for any kind of like wardrobe malfunction or anything you can imagine, like stain removers. Um, do they have one for brides? I feel like I've seen. They do. Yeah. They have one for oh, brides. Oh, interesting. Oh, I see this. Yeah. One. But their photo shoot kit, I mean, I purchased this and I actually purchased a, a bunch of a, them so we could sell them at our studio space because I value it so much. Um, but it's like 80, $85 and it has literally anything you can imagine. And I can't even tell you like how many times I've opened this thing up and used something out of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's really <laughs> um, even cool. the team, that's I have a to good like, one. hide it. I have to yeah. hide it from them. So that way they don't steal all my goodies in the rescue kit. But I don't know why you're nervous about that one. That one's really, a, that's a great answer. Is this a one-time deal or is this like a subscription? What is it's a one, it's a one-time kit, but they have like, if you have like, for example, they have double stick tape and all these other little things that you can purchase oh. more of if you need to fulfill your kit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're the stain remover. I'm already like wiped out of those. So I've already used all my stain removers. So I need to fulfill those in my kit. <laughs> that's awesome. I haven't heard that. I haven't not heard of that before. It's very, that is really, very clever. Huh. Yes. Yeah, very that's handy. a great idea. There's businesses for everything. For a video collab. Yes, I know. I'm like, we need to do all the collabs and yeah. everybody yeah. needs to have one of these kits, especially on set. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, awesome. that's, that's awesome. Okay. So second question, um, what is a software or app that your business cannot live without? 
and you can't use social media. Yeah, this is an easy one because Adobe Premiere is what we edit all of our videos on. So that's a necessity. Um, But I would even go a step further that might be more um, that more people would be interested in is our um, production management, project management software, Mm -hmm. which is Asana. We use Asana for all communication, all production um, management, and it has been a life just a lifesaver for us within the team that's great those are two good ones those are awesome answers yeah (laughs) what what was the um you know apple kind of had their version there's adobe premiere then apple had one yeah is that still a thing it well i don't know honestly i learned on final cut Uh and i was a gung-ho on final cut but then they did some update like eight or nine years ago or maybe it was 10 years i remember this yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, the update. It's crazy. <laughs> and that's when I switched to Adobe Premiere. And I'm so glad I did because Premiere's awesome. Huh. Premiere's great. And if you work in Photoshop or Lightroom or any of the other Adobe yeah. um, products or softwares, they're pretty easy to learn once you right. know one of them really well. Yeah. Except maybe After Effects. Like that one, the learning around <laughs> After Effects was just like insane. Yeah. But it's still a- awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's great. Love it. Yeah, this is good. Well, Carly, you're hanging around for a little bit. Uh, we're going to do the recap in just a few minutes. We're going to record that depending on when you're listening. It may or may not be available yet. Um, so you're going to be back and we're going to talk about some practical video tips. So be sure to, to stay tuned. Uh, but thank you for doing this interview with us. Really appreciate it. It's always great to see you. And um, just congrats on all your success. It's fun to watch you, uh, watch you guys grow. Thank you guys so much for having me.